Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. It's a pleasure to have you back as always and as usual. My love, today I really wanted to talk more about romanticizing your life, business, and career as you see from the title. Why I felt compelled to have this be the topic of our of our discussion is because I feel like Right now on social media, people often, and I mean, I'm guilty as charged because I love creating this type and style of content as well, but like the romanticization of life and, you know, even grocery shopping, people make that an aesthetic and, you know, people romanticize a lot of snippets and bits and highlights of their life. And, you know, sometimes that leaves me and the viewer and the person receiving on the receiving end of the content to feel discouraged or compare themselves, etc. And so I really want to take this time to kind of shed light on that and how can you romanticize your life in the little things and, you know, what you do already in your life right now and look for those things and create those moments because I absolutely believe that it is possible for all of us. What we look, we find and and that's what we're going to magnify and so I really want to shed light on this discussion and help you look for those things in your life already and not wait for you to have this perfect life, hit this accolade, achieve this job, have this title, etc. to then feel happy and then feel that, okay, like now this is when I will love my life, right? Like you should love your life starting today and you should have already been doing it, you know? But I want to shed light on that. I want to remind you and I want to, you know, surface that love for you, for yourself and remind you that you are exactly the person you once wish you were you were right and so I want to kind of sift through all these things and blow dust off some habits bad habits that you're doing and you know recollect ourselves write a new narrative and really hit the new month strong I mean after all it is May right like where is time going first I say that all the time but as you know, new month, new goals, new vision, new narrative. So let's get going and let's get it going, okay? Hot girl summer, we're coming for ya. I'm going to break it down by category of life first, and then career and business will kind of be in the same category. And I'll show you how it intertwines. But first, starting off with life, right? The first bullet I have for you is what are your small habits? What are you doing in the day to day in the littlest things, things that are easy to do, but also easy not to do? How are you going about conducting those things and carrying it through to its maximum potential? Something as simple is like making your bed. And I know you're probably like, Tran, who are you to tell me to make my bed? Bestie, okay, I'm your gay bestie and I'm gonna hold you accountable. I need you to make your bed. When I was in high school, this like army fine man came in, spoke to the classroom, and you know he had my attention because he had slicked back hair, tall, buff, woof, and I was all ears. <laughs> maybe because, of, of course, like a b girl, not even a maybe, because immediately he was fine, and I was like, girl, I'm going to pay attention, you know what I mean? Attention grabber, giving very much that. So I was like, let me listen to what Mr. Mans has to say, but all jokes aside, truly, beyond his physical appearance, Tran, stop being such a shallow bitch, 
he had such an incredible message that he was sharing with the classroom. And the discussion was in regards to making your bed and how that small action is a chain of events of how your day is going to go and really foundationalizing your day and kickstarting your day. Because he pretty much left off with saying, even though when like when the day happens and it's a bad day, whatever, etc., you didn't have like the best day, you had a hard day at work, school, whatever, you at least come home to a bed that's made, right? Like when people are saying, Oh, you you made your bed, so sleep in it. Girl, my bed is pristine, clean every single night when I get in it. Oof! My shaved legs under the comforter, giving everything. Like candle lit. It's giving. It's the entire experience, right? So I created that luxury for myself in a way, right? Like I, don't get me wrong, like luxury, like that can be defined in many different ways, but that luxurious experience of like, wow, like the end of my night, I had such a busy day, but now I am, I created this moment for myself early in the morning, prepared this by making my bed, and now I can come home to, although I had a hectic day, my evening can kind of welcome me in and be like, you know, all things good, a recharge girl, put on your Netflix, your bed is made, you know, shaved legs, like it's giving that, right? Like I created and afforded myself that opportunity and that time now in my present, though I had a, you know, now in the past tense, like a really tough day, now in the present, because because I made my bed this morning, I now created this experience for myself, right? And that's pretty much what Mr. Mans was talking about. Like, you make the bed, so you must sleep in it. And so how are you going to set the tone of your day? How are you going to show up for yourself and really kickstart your day, but also then end your day on a high, right? What does that look like for you? And how are those small habits going to intertwine in your life so that you show up for yourself and really create the life that you love. Again, like I say, some things are easy to do, but also easy not to do. Making your bed bestie. Like, your room can be such a freaking mess, but when your bed is made, girl, everything just kind of falls into place because it's like your bed is like the main focal point of your, of your like room, right? And also, we sleep in our bed. Like, oh, I cannot talk about that enough. Like, just make your damn bed. It takes more than, it takes nothing more than two minutes. And so, that conversation when Mr. Mans gave it, it always stuck with me. And I, since high school, I have made my bed every single morning. I swear on my life. I've never missed a morning where I hadn't made my bed because I feel like I'm off put when I don't make my bed. And it feels like my day is kind of wonky. And when I like come back into my room and everything, I'm like, oh, like my room feels dirty. I feel clustered. I feel overwhelmed. When the busy day happens and I come, I go to bed, I'm like, oh, my bed is like a mess. Like it's just all these triggering events that kind of follow. So it's like, how can you serve yourself, show up for yourself, and then in a way, create that life that you want to romanticize, create that life because of those small habits adding up, compounding that you create this narrative that you truly, you know, invest in yourself and make those small habits an investment into you, a vote to who you want to be and who you are, right? I think in summary to this point of small habits, it really plays honestly some of the biggest impact in our lives, especially when things you kind of dismiss because you're like, oh, I'll get to that later. It's just a matter of essentially answering the question of how are you going to treat yourself or how are you treating yourself? And if you aren't holding yourself as a top priority, 
you are pouring from an empty cup and you aren't serving yourself first, right? And that is such a disservice because then, like I said, you're going to be pouring from an empty cup. You're going to feel drained. You're going to feel unfulfilled because you aren't living in true alignment. The way you treat yourself is a communication to other people and the boundaries that you have with them and how you want them to treat you. If you aren't allowing yourself to be one of the top priorities in your life, serve yourself first before you serve others, pour into your cups before you pour into others, you are going to feel so endlessly exhausted because you are just living to people please, living to say yes to everyone else except for yourself, carrying out promises for everyone else other than yourself, And that's just straining. That's unfulfilling. That is just out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, you're going to feel so exhausted because it feels like ingenuine, you know, and something that isn't coming organically. Showing up for the people that we love in our lives is truly something so fulfilling and enriching. And we love to see our effects of ourselves onto other people's lives when we show up for them, right? Like I love doing that for my family and the people that I love and all my best friends and my besties. But I also know that they want me to be my happiest and I can't be my happiest if I don't show up for myself first and set priorities for myself with boundaries in my life and making sure that I'm carrying out the promises that I had made for myself and setting those boundaries from there and learning through my own life endeavors and making sure that I am really fulfilling the promises that I made for myself. So before I move into the latter half of this conversation going into career and business, I want to remind you to take this time to think about things that you can do in your life now, starting today. Maybe things that you are already doing or were once doing and before in your life that you maybe once loved and you kind of let it simmer and you forgot about it. Maybe it's a side passion or a hobby. Do those things, do those things, right? Or if it is going for workouts and you kind of stopped going um, to work out, but you know that you thoroughly enjoyed getting your workout in and you always felt good after a workout, then get back into the gym or find a gym buddy to hold you accountable. What are things that you once loved doing and maybe you kind of dismissed out of your life or things that you're doing right now that might feel mundane and monotonous and have you've kind of honestly taken for granted things that you have right now that you were once praying, wishing to have and is now currently is your present. Think about that. Think about how far you've come and really soak in that gratitude feeling and damn, like you feel blessed, right? Like you feel that you've achieved the thing that you once wanted. And I think part of romanticizing life is also the reflection of gratitude and taking time to think about how far we've come and what we already have. So really create that space. Be deliberate, my love. Truly sit down, go for a drive, play your favorite song, do something that's like something so little. It doesn't have to be something extravagant like freaking booking a flight, traveling somewhere. If you can't love your life exactly as you are now, like, will you really be happy when you achieve whatever that is on top of your mind, right? You have to find love, purpose, happiness, gratitude in your day right now and who you are, where you're at. Like, damn, there are things I wish I could be now, like goals I am still working towards. And I'm like, damn, will I ever get there? And like, how, how am I going to get there? And I feel, obviously I feel defeated. I compare myself, right? We're all human. We all bleed the same. We feel the same. We have feelings, right? Hopefully I'm not talking to a robot here and so we have emotions and it's validated and it's valid and I want you to know it's totally okay but I think when we get so caught up in the hustle and the bustle of life we often forget 
the things that we have already achieved and abundance that currently exists in our life right now. And yet sometimes we're always like, oh, that's not enough. I need more. I need to do more. I need to be more. I want to achieve more. But my love, sit still, reflect, be grateful for where you're at right now. Romanticize and fall in love with things that you already have, things that are, that are mundane. And you can just find joy in those things once again. Like going to the gym, my love, I make that shit like I'm going to the club, okay? Like my fat ass better look good in those tight five inch gym shark freaking shorts with like my cutoff tank. I spray my perfume on, girl, my hair is done. I'm ready to hit the gym, go to town and put in some work, period, invest in myself. And that one and a half hour at the gym is me time. And that's when I'm falling in love with myself and really pouring into my cup and really being like, this is you, bitch. Like, you got to pour into you. You got to do you. You have to show up for you, okay, before you can do it for anybody else. And when you do that shit, you move different. You you radiate different. You radiate just abundance, love, you know, pure happiness because you are within you. Like, you are centered in you and your alignment, your North Star, your love, and your passion for yourself and, the, and where you're going, where you're at, but also exactly where you are. And so before I move into the latter half of the segment, I really hope that resonates. So let's get into the business and career portion of our chat. With our careers, I feel like this is an ever-going journey. We are always just trying to find, you know, how much money do we want to be making? What role will fulfill us most? What type of job? What industry? And that is ever growing, ever changing. And the more I found that I just had to give myself grace, the more I felt, you know, at ease with where I'm currently at. And I'm always just a huge proponent of how can I just make sure that I pour into my cup, I show up for myself within my career and my business and make sure that I'm, you know, like, okay, maybe if there are things that aren't exactly where I imagine it to be, whether it be like my career, I don't like absolutely am head over heels about the job or work that I'm doing currently. What can I do to at least move the needle forward in my day to day? Or what can I do in my day to day and and in my present to make sure that I'm still getting the most out of what I'm already doing so I can learn, I can gain the experience, I can then apply that experience elsewhere or internally, etc. What can I do to keep moving the needle forward and in realizing that I'm not, you know, head over heels or I don't think we ever will be in love with our career. I think we'll always, you know, at least tolerate or like and appreciate our career, obviously, but that is an ever moving target, right? So how can I make sure that I am truly being present in the job that I have at hand in order to, you know, serve myself and get the most out of what the job really is. I think especially as young 20-something year olds, I mean, we have the entire trajectory of our career ahead of us. And I have come to realize and want to remind you that your job isn't your entire identity, okay? And my first question that I want to propose for you and so that you can start thinking about these things and really getting clear on what this really is for you, especially as why, first of all, I wanted to talk about career is because a career, job, work, business is a huge portion of our life. And, you know, we spend more time at work than sometimes with our family or in our personal life. And so it's important for us to at least tolerate or like our careers 
And I know how it sounds when it's like, oh, like, well, you want to romanticize your career. I don't think that you have to be madly in love with your career. That's not where I'm trying to get at. Where I'm trying to go with this conversation is how can you get more purpose and love for what the career fundamentally is, like what it does for you and other facets of your life maybe. Or if even if you do love your career, then that's even better and that's great, right? I think for me at least, sometimes my nine to five isn't everything and all that I want to achieve in my lifetime. And it's absolutely something that does kind of fulfill other areas of my life. And I'm absolutely grateful for that. However, I am looking for more fulfillment in, you know, maybe my business or my side hustles or my personal brand, my business brand. And those are things that I, you know, have learned to leverage my nine to five to, you know, be very grateful for my nine to five and grateful for that. The fact that it fuels my other passions and empowers me to do other things that I absolutely love. And that's my perspective on the nine to five day job corporate life. However, other people might, you know, absolutely love their job or some people honestly don't. And I just want to be able to help you come closer in feeling, you know, in love with the present for if you are working the nine to five or if not, how can you still find more love and the romanticization of, you know, life as a whole with with work and career being a part of it all? Not everything and all, but a part. So maybe if you're in a season where you don't absolutely love and are head over heels with your current situation with work, I want to propose some questions that maybe can jog that narrative for you so that you can start to leverage this time where you're presently where your feet are at to get more of that love and happiness within your career and you know how it can still play a portion of your life and the romanticization of your life holistically and for the bigger picture of what you envision for yourself. And so I would say right now, if you are working the nine to five in the corporate space or working in the 40 hour week period, if you aren't enjoying what you love right now and your current role, then I would say, are you networking? Are you on stretch assignments that can give you the experience that you might be looking for into ultimately what you might want to do, right? So for example, for me, I knew I might have wanted to move into talent acquisition. So I asked for a stretch project from that team so that I can gain that experience because most of my experience were in a different department at the company. So the stretch project allowed me to not only just gain the experience within that department at the company, I also was able to network and meet other people and introduce myself, get FaceTime with these people so they knew that how I was. And ultimately what that allowed me to step into was actually a new role. And so I was able to interview for the role that opened up and potentially have a seat on their team. And that otherwise wouldn't have happened if I didn't raise my hand and open my mouth and be like, look, like this is something that I might be interested in. I set up coffee chats. I networked. I never really expected anything, but I think because of my genuine passion and my curiosity, it led to that opportunity. And that is something I want to remind you with, right? Like if your nine to five isn't absolutely everything, how can you start taking action and ownership in your life right now in order to maybe get closer to what that love might be, what that likeness might be for your corporate job, for your job, for your 40 hour work week, whatever that might look like for you. How can you be 
deliberate with your time, the people you're networking with, your professional network and using LinkedIn, etc., to leverage that to get closer to where you think you're supposed to be. And I say that because I don't think that we're supposed to have our entire career, you know, make sense of it right now and be exactly where we want to be within our career, the job, etc. I think that comes with time, comes with experience, and that's just something that you're going to have to trust. But also, you have to be deliberate in the sense of applying that time in the present and being intentional with what you do, with networking, meeting people, stretch projects, um, looking maybe elsewhere, whatever that might look like for you so that you can gain that clarity and you can get a little bit closer every day, right? Right? Like, if I'm thinking, oh, I want a new entire job opportunity within the company, but I take no steps in between to get there, right? Like, if I knew I wanted to move into to talent, but I just sat there and was like, oh, I want to move into talent, I want to move into talent, but I never did anything for myself to get there. If I didn't do the stretch opportunities, I didn't network, I never would have had the interview, right? It starts with what you do right now, the intention that you're setting, and how you're going to establish, again, those small habits to serve you in where you're trying to go and the life you envision for yourself. For me, I'm all about finding more love and presence in my present. And so what I did was also try things on for size outside of work. And that leads into the part of business and where I want to take the discussion in regards to business. I knew that ultimately I wanted to diversify my income. I knew that I had different passions outside of my nine to five. I knew that it was my purpose to carry out this business and create this business and make an impact. So I essentially just started things on the side. I just tried things on and I was like, okay, like, well, I like this. I embroidered some freaking sweaters, sent it, put it on Etsy and the rest was history. And I'm so glad I did because it taught me so much. It allowed me to really realize I love being an entrepreneur. It allowed me to really invest my money and grow my money in my business. And I absolutely love that. And so I bring up business because If there is something that you might be mildly interested in or you are looking for ways to really step into your purpose, step into your life calling, that thing is called your gut, your intuition. You need to listen and create time to hone in on what that feeling is and create that space for yourself to get to get really clear on what that mission and that purpose is for you. And for me, I knew I felt more alignment in creating my business, in building my business, in working for myself and I'm so glad I took a chance on myself and just try things on for size because it really allowed me to step into the biggest life epiphanies that I've ever had in my early 20s. I mean, I'm still in my early 20s, so I'm not trying to talk like this is past tense here and age myself, but (laughs) I say this all to say because I know as we are trying to navigate our careers, our life, you know, our passions... Passion is a thing and a part and a big part of the romanticization of who we are and stepping into becoming us, becoming you. And for me, I did that by starting a business. And maybe that can be something of your interest, right? Like you are looking for more alignment, more purpose, more fulfillment. Maybe it is to ultimately work for yourself, create a business and earn income from doing what you love from your passion and not feel like you're quote unquote working, waiting to a Friday to, you know, head into the weekend to finally start your life. That's no way to live, right? And so I bring up business because that's another option for you when you're finding love for yourself and 
romanticizing your life, maybe it is to start something on the side of your nine to five or the side of school or what you're doing currently in your present to just kind of try dibble dabble in the water, dip your toes in and not full send all the way, but just, you know, Use your nine to five as the angel investor, as I always say, to put that money into your business and maybe just try things on on the side of your full-time job or your full-time workload, course load. And I know you're gonna be like, Tran, I don't have time for that, but Bessie, you make time for things that you love. Let me leave it at that and not go on an entire tangent here as I really wanna focus in the topic. But all that is to say, when you're looking to untap life purpose, mission, love, Maybe it is to create something that's never been done. Maybe it is to create the content, create the business, and see where that takes you. If you're mildly interested in something, just try it on for size. If it doesn't fit, then try something else. If it's not that, now that you... If it's not that, well, at least you can walk away with the clarity and the knowledge you now have in knowing that wasn't for you or maybe best case scenario, it was. And guess what? You just now untapped something so beautiful, a big blessing for yourself that you otherwise wouldn't have had should you not have just tried or just be a little bit more curious and just see what the F could be on the other side of that decision. All right, my love, I think I have rambled enough. (laughs) I absolutely adore you and I know it takes our entire lifetime to really even quote unquote figure out who we're supposed to be and I don't think that's really the job here. I think the job is to just feel more aligned and fulfilled in our purpose and that's going to look different for all of us and so I promise it's just all about the reflection and the deliberateness of figuring that out and just showing up for yourself and making decision on what feels right and not always worry about the logistics of everything. And so all that is to say, I really hope this helps and I hope this one resonated with you. And until next time, I will catch you so soon. You've got this. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.